I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, I'm a, a real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Well, happy Monday. Can you believe February is already more than half over? This is crazy. Uh, oh my gosh. And we're back for yet another TRB Reviews episode. We're chatting episode three of Star Trek Picard. We're going to get spoilery again, so be prepared. Let's rock it. Man, welcome back after that extremely long episode 200, which, you know what, it just had to be. It was episode <laughs> 200. We're going to keep fun. today's episode short, even though we're reviewing Star Trek Picard, so we're going to have a good time. But thanks for joining us here. I am the real Brian, and uh, hello, Captain Influence. I'm... Hello. Hello. Hello, I'm Nero. Hello, Nero. I'm Nero. Wait, what? It's not... No. Oh, we can <laughs> both be Nero. We are Nero today. I am some lemon pledge. I am thinking we want to talk in. Yo, let me ask you this: Why do Romulans have British accents? I mean, is you know, it me? Romulans are all over the place in this show. They, the only thing they have in common, it seems, is their eyebrows and their slightly more curvaceous ears than your average Vulcan. I don't get so, this, but British accents? What? And why not Russian they, accents? They 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 went Madonna. They've they've adjusted to Earth culture uh they some of them moved to the uk and they have british accents now i mean that's okay. just the way it goes okay well and i think they're all a lot of them are now a half breeds anyway right i mean well i mean you have black romulans and you have what maybe um other colored romulans i i don't know they, I, they I don't mix get it. with the human population so they're uh, much yeah. more diverse but now did they though or you know i, I don't know they're they're, they're kind of xenophobic when it comes to that kind of thing well, they clearly did because I saw a black Romulan. Well, but was that a human mix or was that a Romulan? I mean, are you know, there the, black Romulans? I don't I, know. Good. I didn't yeah. know. I mean, in fact, uh, I don't think there ever were, but there are now. So, <laughs> all right, cool. Hey, you know what? Whatever works. I just find it fascinating. Not because I have a problem with it. Of course, I don't have any problem with it. I'm looking at it because I'm like, well, explain it because you can't just have things show up that were never there before. You got to at least, show, you know, it's kind of like. Why did Klingons in the original Star Trek series not have the ridges and all the the sweet bone structure that, you know, new Klingons do? Well, because they didn't have special effects like that back then. And then they went back (laughs) and tried to explain it, that it was some genetic, you know, accident. Whatever. I guess they don't need to get that crazy. Let's just accept it and move on kind of thing. But I still want a Romulan with a Russian accent. It would be much more fun. Yeah, duh, duh. All Evil right. Romulan with Russian accent. It would, it would be a good time. but what? Why he has to be evil, do not ask. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no. I don't know what it is. It's it's the portrayal of Russians as being evil. That That's because we're racist. American. It's been shoved down our throats since we were little kids. It's just wrong. Not evil. Not evil. Just adver- adversaries. You know? Well, you remember it was like Russians and then it was like Koreans and then it was... There was Japanese before that. I mean, it was just like all over the place, you know, it was like, where's our culture the most, you know, phobic 
and that's going to be our enemies. And and then it moved to aliens and now it's zombies and you know, the undead, I, I, whatever. whatever. They don't have an accent though. So yeah, they just go, uh, let's get started. Anyway. Episode three of Star Trek Picard. Quick overview. What did you think of the episode overall? I liked it. I'm still liking the show. I'm not having the issues that some people are having with it. But like I said before, I'm not a hardcore fanboy. And you are, and you're also not having the issues that some people are. So nope. So far, so good. Again, like I said, it's definitely a product of our times, mm-hmm. but it hasn't skipped jumped yet. So <laughs> yeah, the only thing was, I mentioned this in episode two, was the profanity that I thought was unnecessary and, and totally out of place. And then in this episode, I didn't even notice any profanity at all. But what's with all the smoking and the drinking? Yeah. I there's mean, a lot of there's what? a lot of drug abuse going on in, in the Federation these days. Oh um, my gosh. Uh so yeah, so the intro, the intro to the show, uh, it shows how Picard and Raffi parted 14 years before. Mm-hmm. So you meet Raffi at the end of episode two. She doesn't want to see him. You see why she doesn't want to see him now. She feels that he betrayed her. And 14 years before was the year 2385. So that means the present time in the show is 2399. So they're on the cusp Ooh. of a new millennium. I don't know if that matters. The 25th century. Interesting. Yeah. So they're about to hit the 25th century. We find out that Starfleet's general staff, again, this is 14 years ago, has rejected Picard's plan to use synthetics mm-hmm. to help relocate the Romulans. But the reason is Mars had just been devastated and synthetics were banned. So, and, you know, she, Rafi wanted him to keep fighting for it. He said, sorry, nothing I can do. She felt betrayed. They didn't talk for 14 years. I want to throw Um, in something on that is that Rafi also had said that she had evidence that she thinks that the Federation like created that quote, bad error code in the synths to destroy Mars. Like they, they didn't just, it didn't just happen. Like Starfleet did it. And I was going to ask what your theory is, because mine is that they did it to basically cause Picard's plan to not work. Right. Like they, that they seems to be the implication. It. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. seems to be the implication. So, so we'll obviously find out more about that. There's there, that. That's the conspiracy element or part of the conspiracy element to this series or at least this season. Now then back on the Borg artifact, we meet a supervisor who is ex Borg an ex B they call them. By the way, do you know who that was? No, I I don't. I almost didn't even recognize him. Who was it? Well, so I didn't recognize him right away either. And then uh, at first I thought his voice is familiar and he looks sort of familiar, but I don't. That is Hugh. So if you look back at the episode, I Borg in the next generation. Oh, yeah. They had taken him and they had figured out a way to make him an individual. So instead of he, you know, I'm saying like we are Borg, he would start to say I am Borg. And then they gave him the name Hugh. And then, of course, he comes back in a later episode where Lore's working with the the, the Borg and all kinds really? of weird things are happening. But yeah, that's Hugh. So that was him. That was that same actor. Yeah, Jonathan Del Arco. Awesome. And I was like, wait. So he's been reclaimed. And but yeah, it, it, at first I didn't recognize him. I mean, it's been how many years? So he looks a lot different, a little, a little older, and all. But his voice was the same. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's Hugh mentoring Soji. That's is amazing. it the same character? Even I mean, is it, it, it still is. Hugh? Yeah, okay, I mean, they so didn't that's... say that, but it totally is. See, that's just one of those many little fanboy Easter eggs, yeah. Bits of Easter eggs, can't bits of candy they're throwing at people that they've been throwing at people for three episodes now. So, yeah, um, I'm still really surprised how many fanboys are, are so upset by this show when they're throwing <laughs> them so all these little tidbits, you know, um, like to maybe to appease them. I don't know, but uh, so Hugh 
they don't say his name in the episode. They just it's just one of those things. See who we brought back. Yeah. Uh, get, he gives Soji access to an important Romulan XB named Ramda. Mm-hmm. So she interviews Ramda, who is kind of mental. She's in this like little insane asylum for XBs that that are still trying to adjust to life again. Yeah, um, and really quick, they did say that all of those quote disordered were Romulan, which I thought was interesting right. too. And I wonder why yeah. we don't know that yet. Right. Soji's I'm, I'm kind of skipping around right now. Soji's encounter with Ramda is fairly awkward. And Soji in that encounter displays superhuman speed in preventing Ramda from killing herself. Mm-hmm. She's kind of the, the XB whisperer. Soji is. <laughs> she, yeah. She, everyone's she's, like, how do you know all this stuff? Yeah, and yeah. and that's and you know we we kind of the 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 viewers are like well we kind of know why she knows this stuff but yeah everybody's like how did how did you get that information um so anyway we so back so th- this episode skips around a lot not Witcher skips around but um it goes from locale to locale following different groups of people a lot and so somewhere in here we meet Captain Rios who ten years ago was the executive officer on a ship that quote unquote didn't exist. So he was spec ops, yeah. we we presume, and was apparently the ship was apparently damaged and destroyed, killing his last captain. So he uh, he's reticent to work with Picard or take up his mission because he seems to have some insecurities about that that whatever that event was. Yeah, which um, we don't know yet. Right, and he has this holographic helper. What is it? A, a EMH emergency yeah. medical hologram. Yeah. Yeah, so he has just like in Voyager, he has a helper who lo- who has programmed to look just like him, which was really funny. And the helper, is, you know, it's an AI is, is trying to convince Rios to take up Picard's mission. What do you uh, what do you think of Rios? By the way, do you like him as a character? I, like, I do. I like. Okay. I think he's. I think he's fun. We last saw him on Salvation. Was yep, it yep, Salvation? Yeah. Which I liked his character yeah. there. I think his character here is kind of a. Eh, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know, but he has potential. Yes, and oh, and uh, I wanted to mention there's a really cool fight in Picard's chateau. Yeah, yeah. on the eve of, on the oh eve gosh. of his departure, where Picard breaks a hip. Surely he broke a hip, <laughs> and his Romulan handlers have disruptors hidden all over the apartment oh, or so all over cool. the chateau. It's yeah. hilarious. It's a really fun scene. Yeah, <laughs> because Picard gets thrown. He's this eighty-seven-year-old dude. He gets thrown across the room. I'm like, oh, hip's gone. <laughs> oh, he got he got back up. He's okay. He's all right. He's all right. So, and, and it was just hilarious to see his, his, uh, Talshar, is it Talshar, right? Talshar. Talshar. His handlers, you know, grabbing, grabbing disruptors underneath the, the coffee table. <laughs> and yeah. they're all, they have this really cool fight scene with more of those, uh, Romulan, uh, Jadvash, yeah. uh, yeah. bad guys. Uh, we get another one of those tooth capsules. The tooth. Remember the, the tooth. tooth, Brian. Yuri. Uh, Yui. Yui. So, yeah. You, yeah. You know what? So, what what kind of yeah. surprised me about that scene is that Agnes comes in and shoots the guy, kills him, and when she did it, she looked so composed and in control like she she had training and she knew what she was doing and then like mm-hmm. then flipped out and was like, "Oh my gosh, what did I just do?" and I'm just like, "Dude, you didn't even hesitate. What the heck was that all about?" That was a different Jadvash too, not the one with the capsule. Uh, but I thought it was important that they reiterate that little that little bit of plot. Yeah. And he clearly bites down on a capsule. Yeah, yeah. Spits it out. Luckily, he didn't get the guy. He got his jacket. They, you know, it's, it's total aliens scene where he quickly strips off his jacket and throws it on the ground. Totally. Yeah. Um, 
but uh yeah so um what did you think though of agnes do you think there's something there you know i didn't get that like that that was a really astute observation brian that she did it without hesitation yeah like instinctively and that that was a little dodge of soji of her uh i don't know if i would put too much into that yet um Unless it might just be or, or maybe she's a synth as well. Yeah, Who knows? That, if, that, that never occurred to me. What so. if Maddox, 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 uh, what if he created her as well? Yeah. Hmm. hmm. I just, I mean, this is just this random, like, <laughs> wait a minute, what's going on? I don't know. That could have just been a completely, you know, random scene and had nothing to do with anything. But there was something about that that just made me go, wait a minute. You might have something. That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah I wonder. Um. So uh, at some point, Soji... <laughs> Soji's calling her mother. Oh yeah. <laughs> and her mom starts chatting bah, 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 and she Soji starts nodding off and falls asleep. Well, yeah. obviously, obviously since we know what happened with with Dodge and what and who Dodge and what Dodge is, that her mother's voice was somehow somehow put her to sleep on purpose. Who is her mother? That's what I want to know. It's just, I I think it's just some made up yeah. entity, but hmm. she's programmed to if her mother says certain keywords or whatever, yeah, she weird. she passes out and and it, it you know it's, it's a method of controlling her. Uh, but I just thought it was really hilarious that she's talking with her mother and her mother's blabbing on and she falls asleep. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so hey, speaking of that, we we got to jump back a little bit because you're right. This episode jumped all over the place and it was a little hard to follow at times. So when Soji is talking with Ramda, the the disordered Romulan reclaimed. She's doing that like it's a Romulan thing, but it looked like those tarot cards, you know, kind of thing Yeah, where she's putting those things out and talked about what's so weird is that Hugh's kind of like, how do you know all this stuff? You know, how do you know all this Romulan history, which was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she's finally talking and blah, blah, blah. All this happens. Well, then eventually you see Ramda go, I know you. And then there's this, wait, what's going on here? And then she puts, that's what was so crazy. She's like, I know you tomorrow. And she's like, wait, what? Okay, well, what happens when you see me tomorrow? And then she pulls out that card and it's got, you know, two sisters on it. And she's like, wait a minute. Which one are you? Yeah. Which one are you? Are you the one who died or the one who lives? We also obviously know she's the one who lives. And then Mm -hmm. then she starts saying, you're the destroyer. And then, of course, the Romulan that they're interrogating back at the chateau that bit down on that capsule it was like, she's the destroyer. You don't know who she is and she's going to kill everything. And and then that's mm. all we get. That's a little bit of a, oh, boy. OK, what's going on? Interesting. But then, so, you know, we know that um, what's his name? Uh, Narek, you know, the the creepy boyfriend Romulan. Yeah. OK. Is that his name? Narek. Yeah, Narek. He's coming in and he's like, hey there. And she's like. So, so she asked him a question and all he said is, can I tell you a secret? I think I'm falling for you. And he's like, yeah, I didn't even answer the daggum question. Deflection, deflection. Yeah. And then of course, you know, they do that. <laughs> and then his sister shows up R- Rizzo, you know, now with her normal Romulan ears and full Romulan garb and they're chatting and she's like, I can smell her on you. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And yeah. Don't get too and close. And that was weird. I had to comment on the Rizzo thing because the the scene between Narek and Rizzo was, they 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 had an uncomfortably close relationship, and I wonder if the writers are trying to do something like in Game of Thrones with Cersei and Jaime Lannister, because there's clearly a weird awkwardness to their the, this brother and sister. Like they they stand really close to each other, and they, some of the things that they say to each other is really suggestive, and it's just 
Yeah. It's, you just get this weird vibe out of it. So you know what's funny though is like I read your notes and I'm like, okay, I can see that. But what I took from it is that she's just super like odd and really controlling. And so is he. And so it's more of like, hi, brother. I love you, but don't turn your back because I'm going to kill you kind of thing. Like huh. they, it's like this. Um, I hate you and I'm going to destroy you and watch your back sort of thing, but I love you. That's so nice. And so I, <laughs> I kind of took it two ways. Like it could be incestual, which I don't think it is actually. And I, I actually take it more of like, it's a, uh, you know, it's just that like, watch your back. I'm going to kill you if you do anything wrong sort of thing, but I love you. Like I, that's kind of well, how I took it more maybe. like that, but I mean, who knows? Maybe we don't know yet, but the, I just got a definite sexual vibe from the body language, at least as far as how they acted it and scripted it. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, we who know who knows right I now. So it's it's yet another little mystery, and I like how the little all these little mysteries that are building up on this on this show so far. But really, at the very end of the episode, uh, you know, Agnes hitches a ride with Picard on um, what's his name ship Rios his ship Rios. Thank yep. you. And uh, and then. Um, Rafi is there uh, surprising Picard. And so we have a crew. So Yay. yeah, that's kind of what happened. What do you think of the crew so far, by the way? So far, so good. Um, it would have been nice if uh, his two handlers, his Romulan handlers yeah. could have come along, but uh, they've been fun so far and they've been interesting characters. Mm-hmm. We'll just see how it turns out. I, I really like Rafi's character. I cards Picard, right? Um, Agnes, I'm on the fence about, we'll see, but, but that whole, that whole observation that you made about her coming in at the nick of time. Yeah. I hope you're right. I hope there's something to that. Yeah. Cause that'll make her much more interesting because right now she's just a, an expert in AI that is tagging along. Yep. And I really like Rios's character so far. And I love the fact that he has that hologram looks just like him. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's, it's funny. quirky. It's fun. Yeah. I think it's funny. Cause like you and I are exactly on the same, you know, wavelength with Laris and Jaban, the, the handlers. I love those. I oh, wish yeah. those guys were with them. I, I'm kind of actually frustrated that they didn't join the crew, but we are actually opposite on the rest. I like Agnes. To me, Rafi is interesting and I'm not sure if I like her yet because like the first half of the episode, she's just so pouty and uh, yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. get over this scene. It was way <laughs> too long, by the way. And there were two scenes. I'm like way too long, but she's interesting to me. She has a really cool past and she has a lot of like connections and, and I think we're going to really like her as a character. I'm not yet a fan of Rios, which is funny. I know you like him. Yeah. However, I think he could be the perfect anti Picard character and by the way what i mean by that is that it's like it's not the kind of personality or person that picard is used to dealing with so i don't think he's going to be going against picard i just think it's going to be like a a tension there that'll be fun to watch and i love the emh i think he's the emh is awesome so we'll see what it goes on with that but you know what was interesting is when picard's standing at a chateau right before you know on the eve before the whole attack and he's smelling the grapes and he's smelling the the air in general i loved that where he's just like you know, I tried so hard to fit in here and I just never felt like I was at home. Right. I yeah, loved that. that. And then that of course space is his home. Yeah. And he gets into space and the next generation theme sort of plays a little bit, you know, and you're just like, oh, yeah, so cool. There was a lot that they, they're really, they're really playing with the TNG musical themes Yeah. Uh, in the first three episodes. So that's really nice to see. We're going to see what happens. I mean, I think it's interesting, you know, Starfleet, during that flashback, Picard was mentioning Starfleet giving into intolerance and fear. That is certainly not ever the mission of Starfleet or the Federation never has been. 
So Mm -hmm. I think that's interesting that they're bringing that into this. Like what is causing this? Is it the Borg? Was it, you know, it's just, just so much going on. The Federation hasn't ever experienced before. Is it the infiltration that's going on? I mean, we just don't really know yet. And I think it's interesting. And I'm really hoping that they kind of pull it all together, which also goes back to the, the smoking and the drinking and the profanity. Why is that going on? And it's funny because, you know, we talked about this on the episode and then, well, we were on the Facebook group talking about this. One of the comments that came in was talking about how his theory was that it could very, very much be that because of this infiltration of Romulans and and that kind of thing, that's what's creating this. So like the people that are using the profanity really aren't human or, or they're not, they don't represent Starfleet. And then of course, the people that are off now drinking and smoking, like you just never saw in Star Trek. It's because they're disillusioned by Starfleet because of what happened to them because of a incorrect, you know what I mean? So there's like, like a domino effect. Yeah. yeah, That's that's a really another astute observation. Exactly. And what I love, what I love about that theory is that then it's not this it's 2020. Let's try to be all gritty and modern and everything else. It's more of a, these are, I don't know what the term is, but, these are kind of like, you know, here's, here's an example of a result of when Starfleet goes downhill. Yeah. Something like that. It's a that. consequence. It's yeah. a consequence of that, of that corruption. Yep. It's a consequence of corruption. Yeah. I, I kind of <laughs> like that in a way Then, if that's really what's going on, I like that. Now, on the other hand, we've had some comments from listeners saying that, you know, they're trying to watch it with their, their kids and the first episode's great. And then it goes to a mature rating and now they can't watch it with their kids. So I think there's definitely something wrong about that <laughs> because their kids yeah. should be able to watch the show. And every Star Trek should be yeah. watchable by any age. You're right. So I'm not, I agree. I'm not a fan of that for that reason. And truthfully, I think they could have done the dystopian aspect or the consequence, as you mentioned, they could have done it in a way that would still allow families to watch this. Right. So right. they kind of um, kind of missed the boat on that one, guys. Sorry, you uh, you get you get a red mark on that. I wonder what Patrick Stewart thinks of that of that of those aspects of the series. I, I I'd like to read an interview by of him, yeah. which I'm sure is either out there now or will be. Yeah, I don't if, know. If he, uh, He's a producer you know, maybe, maybe too. Not, maybe it isn't out there yet. Uh, but I'd like to see after the first season finishes airing. I'd love to hear what his thoughts on that are. That you know, it because it, it is quite a bit. There, it's definitely a paradigm shift from what we're used to. Yeah, uh, in the Star Trek universe, uh, and like we talked about before. So, what does he think about that? Is he? I mean, because there there have been all sorts of cases uh, where an actor or actress who kills it in a movie or a series says later on, "Well, I didn't really agree with the direction they were going on this, but uh, but you know, we got through it and et cetera, et cetera." So yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be interesting to find out. It It is interesting to me because he, he is a producer. So he's, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Right. Well, it's, it's very interesting. Now, another thing I wanted to mention, and, and you might've missed this one. A lot of people might've missed this one, but when Rafi was doing her search, you know, back at her home and she's on their oh, yes. little computer and she's doing stuff. I saw a weird entry and it mentioned something about a Gorn egg. Really? And it was in like, it was colored and in bold and it kind of focused on it for a second. And then it focused back to like fingerprint identification kind of thing. But I thought, wait, Gorn egg. Oh, okay. That's interesting. No explanation. We don't know what's going on with that. And then of course, then it shows up and it shows free cloud on her screen. And then, okay, now we're going to free cloud to find Bruce Maddox. But I just thought that was interesting. A little bit of a clue there. Yeah. And free cloud. I'm, I'm, I'm gathering from context clues in the episode is a 
casino planet? I guess we'll find out. Yeah. So, yeah. or or maybe a casino station. I don't know. Hopefully, they don't go episode eight on us with that. But uh, or Cloud City. Yeah. Yeah. No, Cloud City was fine. There was nothing wrong with Cloud well, City. Well, but don't copy. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Overall, I liked the episode as well. I'm still enjoying the series. I don't think this episode was as good as the first two episodes personally, but it had a little bit more of a TNG feel than the second one did, but not as much as the first one. So eh, whatever, you know, everybody's going to like these a little bit differently. I've heard some people saying that they're liking it more as the show goes on and I'm kind of in reverse on that, but at the same time, I'm still enjoying it and I'm having fun with the show. So we'll keep bringing it to you. Yep. So far, not episodic. It's uh, it's definitely each episode so far has built on the last. So we'll see how it keeps going. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah, I think next episode is, I mean, I, I actually did watch the preview on this one and it didn't really give much away, but looks like it'll be a little bit more of a development episode. Then we'll start seeing. I wonder though, you know, you were mentioning that Riker and Troy are going to be in the show. I have a feeling they're going to meet them on Beta Z because I don't think I just have this feeling like yeah. probably not on earth, but they're I wonder gonna if eventually. we're going to see some of the other crew from the original cast. I hope so. I do too. Jordy. I know. Wesley. Oh, I hope Wesley. Why Dr. Wouldn't, Crusher. Why wouldn't I, you know what's funny? Speaking of that, Dr. Crusher, his doctor yeah. in episode two. Why wasn't that Dr. Crusher? That I know. That would that have been awesome? been, absolutely. hundred percent would have been the doctor that he trusted guaranteed over that other guy. Maybe they just couldn't get her. Maybe they couldn't get her on the Beverly. show. I don't know. Beverly. Come over here. Beverly. Yeah. Take my blood pressure. Kiss me, Beverly. Do it. You know what the music <laughs> means. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us on another TRB Reviews episode. Hope you enjoyed this. And uh, we didn't have as much to talk about on this episode, but love to hear your comments. Join us in the Facebook group or send us some thoughts on the website or whatever. What did you think of this episode? All right, we'll see you on Friday. Have a glorious week until then. And uh, unleash your superheroes. Do it. Real Brian Show is signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.